Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Hello, food bloggers. Welcome to the Eat Blog Talk podcast made for you, food bloggers who are seeking value for their blogs and also looking to make improvements in their lives. I will not be interviewing any guests today. Instead, I am going to do my first monthly recap, and I plan to do these regularly going forward. Actually, today's episode will be a recap of two months, the first two months of Eat Blog Talk's existence, July and August of 2019. We are almost two months into this podcast, which is kind of nuts. And if I'm being totally honest, this summer has been kind of a blur. I have worked really hard to fill your ears with a ton of value. Our launch date was July 10th. And as of today, August 26th, we have published 21 episodes. I have had the great pleasure of talking to different food bloggers and experts in different areas. And I myself have learned a ton from all of these smart and incredible people. Before I share with you my favorite takeaways from the past 21 episodes, I want to make a request from you. If you are a food blogger and you are listening to these words right now, I want you to send me an email answering one tiny question. What is your biggest challenge as a food blogger? Is it photography, connecting with bloggers, writing? Whatever it is, I want to hear it so I can do what I can to help you meet your needs. Send me an email at megan at eatblogtalk.com with your answer. It'll take you 60 seconds. So do it. Go ahead. Press pause. I'll wait. Also, if you have expertise in any area that you feel would benefit food bloggers, please fill out an application by visiting eatblogtalk.com. And you don't have to be a crazy, huge, successful blogger to do this. I want to hear from bloggers of every shape and size. Also, if you would be so kind, I would be super grateful if you headed over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Starting today, this week, we will go from publishing episodes three times a week to two times a week in order to preserve a little bit of my sanity and my family's sanity and also my VA sanity. So I will meet you back here every Monday and Thursday going forward. I feel like I should share with you some of the lessons that I have learned in the past two months not relating to food blogging. I will get to those in a bit. I have learned how to make lunch for my boys while simultaneously editing an interview and concepting a recipe. I've learned how much power is hiding within the words planning and productivity. I've learned that I have an amazing microphone that doesn't pick up the background noise I thought it did and that maybe I should just start recording interviews right here in my kitchen. I've learned how very much respect I have for all of you and all that you do day in and day out, week in and week out. You are seriously amazing, and I respect you all so much. Okay, on to the good stuff. In the past few weeks, I have learned so much, and I've implemented a lot of what I've learned in my own blog, and I have actually seen results in certain areas. So here's a quick recap of each episode with my own personal favorite nuggets. 
In episode one, Abby shares about collaboration over competition, and I think this is such an important topic. Her take on moving into something called interdependence is so valuable. Plus, blue light blocking glasses are now on my radar. Episode two, Melissa's advice to educate your family about food blogging, being an actual business and job is super valuable. And she has a lot of gems thrown in that will help busy moms especially be more efficient and get more done. In episode three, I chatted with Cassie and that was inspiring because she is proof that if you jump into a really scary thing, for her it was rebranding a food blog, what can be scarier than that? that good things are waiting for you on the other side. In episode four, I chatted with Alyssa and she helped me not to be afraid to work with brands. And she graciously provides a template, which is in her show notes. And that is a really great resource for reaching out to brands. In episode five, Jade chatted about blogging while dealing with depression. And my main takeaway from her was to have a lot of grace with myself when things get hard. Episode six, Kat, she is the meal prep queen and she totally sold me on meal prepping in order to open up time for my family and also for more blogging. My favorite meal prep tip that she talked about was to let kale sit in the fridge with dressing for a few days so it softens and it just becomes really delicious. Episode seven, Betty talked about the importance of hiring a VA and her perspective gave me a true appreciation for my VA. In episode eight, I loved my chat with Heather on the topic of creativity. This is a favorite topic of mine. And I especially loved the quote that she shared from the Gospel of Thomas, which is, if you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. Episode nine, Elena talked about taking pretty pictures. And if you food bloggers are looking for a photography course to help improve your skills in this area, she is offering a killer discount for you. Visit her show notes page at eatblogtalk.com forward slash Elena for details. Also in our discussion, Elena talked about using color theory to style her photos I love this concept and I have started applying it in my own photos. I've started using complementary colors, for example, blues and oranges together in my photos and I love it. Episode 10, Jamie Lynn and I discussed the process of creating a cookbook and I loved her idea to enlist readers from different parts of the country to help do recipe testing while creating a cookbook. I thought that was brilliant. In episode 11, Lauren and I talk about acquiring legal knowledge as a way to protect our blogs. I loved her advice to document every little thing that could potentially become a problem. Every Pinterest pin report, every comment that you need to address, just start a Word document and write everything down as you go. Episode 12, Alita and I had a super fun chat about planning. That doesn't sound like a fun topic, but it is. It was. Her killer planning skills allow her to post content daily on her food blog. So this episode is definitely worth listening to. In episode 13, Taryn has some great recommendations for so many things that you should not be focusing on when you start food blogging. One of my favorite things that we talked about was ways to make affordable backdrops so that you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars buying backdrops for your photos. 
Episode 14, Sophia is the queen of Instagram and she had so much value to share. One of my favorite things that she said was to ask your audience to leave a comment if they want a recipe from you. Then follow up by sending them a direct message with a link to the recipe. This requires a lot more upfront work on our ends, but I've started doing this and I have noticed a huge increase in engagement and I've started getting to know my audience better since doing this. In episode 15, I talked about productivity and this is one of my all-time favorite topics. Some main points from this episode are schedule aggressively, commit to finishing every single thing you start, and know that you are capable of doing so much more than you think you are. In episode 16, Laura chatted about the importance of visual branding. I loved her suggestion to create a style guide for your content to keep things consistent across all platforms. Episode 17, Nicole dove into the meaning of black hat SEO and ways to avoid it. She also stresses the importance of having schema markup in our recipe cards and also making time to focus on SEO every single week. In episode 18, Becca is a side hustle master and I loved hearing her tips about how she fits it all in being a first grade teacher and a food blogger. Her advice to schedule in time for self-care and for family and friends is so valuable. And I took her recommendation to read The One Thing by Gary Keller, and I am loving it so far. Episode 19, my chat with Danielle was possibly my favorite interview so far, which is saying a lot because every single one has been so incredible. But our conversation went totally off script in a very good way. We reached this point about 20 minutes in where I just felt magic strike. We tapped into some really great stuff regarding not comparing ourselves to other food bloggers. Episode 20, Monica and I talked about perfectionism and how it can so easily seep into our lives as food bloggers. This was another discussion that turned into magic, and Monica delivers incredible insight in this episode. So if you struggle with perfectionism, I highly recommend giving this episode a listen. And last but not least, episode 21, my chat with Bernie was the perfect follow-up to the perfectionism episode because everything went wrong in the process of recording this episode. Bernie shares very valuable words of wisdom on the topic of making connections with other food bloggers. And thankfully, she was really gracious about all of the interruptions that happened during our interview as a lesson in not being perfect and in being very real, I decided to publish that episode mostly unedited. That was really scary, but Bernie encouraged me that it was the right thing to do. Yikes. So there you go, food bloggers. Months one and two are in the books. I am so happy to be on this journey with you. And as always, my ears are wide open. Tell me what your struggles are. Tell me what you want to hear more of or less of. I am here to help bring value to you. And that will always be my number one priority with this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you back here next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.